This is Kyle Brooks, and welcome to The Deep End. I'm a personal growth junkie. I have a book reading goal for the year. Goodreads is telling me that I'm six books ahead, by the way. Boom. I've committed to a rule of life, and I've never met a podcast I didn't like. It's exhilarating. It's exhausting. And I know I'm not alone. After all, you're listening to this. According to Buzzsprout, one of the premier podcasting outlets in the world, about 104 million Americans listen to podcasts regularly. Most human beings throughout human history have wanted to grow, to change, to recreate themselves and the world around them. The question is how? More specifically, what can we use to change ourselves and eventually our world? In one of my many podcast binges of late, I heard an illuminating interview with author Andy Crouch. He discussed how humans have, for all of history, created tools. Tools, in their essence, extend some fundamentally human capacity. The capacity to build, to make music, to think, to communicate. For example, we can make music with our hands, feet, and vocal cords, but with a guitar... We can compose beats and tones that our mouths and hands could never create on their own. I can hit a nail with my hand. Seriously, though, not recommended. However, I can hit it more firmly with a rock, but with a little more skill and a hammer, I can smack it home in two strokes. Right Now, we're accustomed to thinking of everything we use as a tool. Not only hammers and guitars, but smartphones computers, washing machines. But are they? Crouch would say that some aren't tools. They're devices. He differentiates between a tool and a device this way. He says, tools require and reward human involvement, while devices bypass and replace it. Tools require and reward human involvement while devices bypass and replace it. To play music on a guitar, I need a little skill. It's a skill I can grow in. The more I practice, the better the music sounds. And there's something inherently satisfying to nailing the riff, combining the chords, or playing a song just how it's supposed to sound. To play music on my iPhone, all I need to do is tap a button and voila! music. As hard as I might try, I just can't seem to get any better at pressing that button. See, the purpose of a tool is to extend part of me, my heart, my soul, my mind, my strength. As I grow in skill, wisdom, and ability, I can make a greater impact on the world around me through my tools. In his interview, Andy describes the promise of a tool this way. As I become different, I can make a difference. The purpose of a device, however, is magic. A flick of the wrist and an incantation, or a flick of the finger and a, hey Siri. The promise of magic is that I don't have to become different to make a difference. All I have to do is push a button, drink the right potion, pray the right words in the right order, presto changeo. Now, don't get me wrong, 
I don't think all devices are evil, even if vice is in the name. I love magic. The dishwasher will be, if I have anything to say about it, in every home in the kingdom of God. Scrubbing dry egg yolk off a plate is not a human capacity I feel the need to extend. That being said, there are just some things in life that devices can't do for us and will never be able to. Now, perhaps that list is shrinking. Apparently, blogging is not on it. Artificial intelligence can write long form now. Are you listening to a machine right now? Ooh. But, but when it comes to the inner life, there's no magic bullet, and there never will be. In the quest for spiritual growth, there are no ruby slippers to click together, just a long obedience in the same direction, as Eugene Peterson once put it. As a pastor, I wonder how much we try and use church and spiritual practices more generally as devices instead of tools for spiritual growth. Remember, tools require and reward human involvement while devices bypass and replace it. To the degree that we use church or spiritual formation practices for a quick hit of grounding when we're anxious, uplift when we're down, sense of community when we're lonely, or inspiration when life feels dry, we're using church as a device. Now, church can provide all those things, but not through an IV. It's less like a pill and more like whole foods. You have to eat every day. Church is a horrible device. There's nothing magic about it. Yes, every once in a while in the Christian life, we have a spectacular encounter with God. But we can't and shouldn't dare try to magically manufacture that with music, with preaching, or even with vulnerability in community. When it comes to spiritual growth, church, that is worship, preaching, confession, communion, community, all of it is a tool. Something that requires and rewards human involvement. Something that gets better and more satisfying the more we practice. The more you study the scriptures, the more alive they will seem to you when your pastor preaches them. The more you worship God during your week, the more your heart is shaped and opened toward worship on Sunday. The more you practice resting on the Sabbath, the more delight you'll experience each and every Sunday. The more regularly you engage in the community of faith, the better you'll get to know people and the more you'll experience compounding social interest. As much as I want to find the podcast or preacher that will change my life, the book that will reframe everything, the church service that will deliver an incredible emotional experience every time I happen to attend, the truth about spiritual growth is more mundane and altogether more satisfying. God has given us tools, practices, rhythms, and community. As we take time to learn them and live into them, day after day, week after week, year after year, we find ourselves growing and changing, slowly but inexorably, into the people we've always longed to be. Thank you for listening to The Deep End with me, Kyle Brooks, the podcast where I basically just read my blog. If you like to take it in via audio instead of reading with your eyeballs, 
this is the place to come. You can follow or subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to actually subscribe to the blog or the podcast to get it into your inbox, you can go to my Substack, kylebrooks.substack.com, kylebrooks.substack.com, and you can find any of the links or references I made here or that I linked in my blog in the show notes. Hope to see you next time, and thank you. Thank you.